away. So you miss these people also, isn't it? Ah, yeah. There's something about this family that is special. Hmm? Sometimes you have to go away for you to notice the love. Receive greetings from the alumni of Egerton. They send their greetings and they say they loved the ministry here. They loved the ministry here. The people here were loving. The people here were caring. The worship team was on another level. Amen. So, receive the gift, the, 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 the greetings and the missments. The missments. With the people like uh, <coughs> Apostle Juma, Juma, De, uh, Juma Paul, Juma Shikuku, and the rest of the team, and they were blessed. Praise the Lord. Good to see you again, my brother. How are you? Yes, good to see you. The last time I saw you, we were up there, isn't it? But I can't forget you. You, you played as wonderful keys. And I remember that worship. Amen. Praise God. So we are looking at First Peter chapter 3. Uh, I hope you've not forgotten. Uh, there are a lot of things that happened in between until you might have forgotten that we were... The other Thursday, we were preparing for the conference. Mm. So we didn't... We were all in aprons and, you know, everywhere... We didn't check at the book. Then last Thursday, we just had uh, some fellowship. You missed that. We just had some fellowship uh, to ask ourselves what the Lord ministered to you in the, in the conference. And that was awesome. Now we pick it up from here. I think last time we stopped at chapter 3, verse 10. First Peter chapter 3 and verse number 10. Speaking of he that wants to have a good life. If you want to have a good life, we said if you want to have a good life, you must have, you must have discipline in your tongue. The tongue that does not speak evil. Or the tongue that is not full of guile. That means, kuna uchafu. Unatoka katika nini? Katika kinyo chako. A lot of times, we, the Bible says, are arrested or we are victims of our own words. That we speak words, sometimes in anger, sometimes in our desperation, even sometimes in our happiness and pleasure. We promise some things, we say some things, uh, that are not right. That boy might have really frustrated you and you feel like this is terrible. And out of your mouth you say, I will never get married. Mm. Never get married. All men are dogs, you say. Because you are angry. But a few years down the line you realize, eh? <laughs> I, I need someone. So you have to go and cancel those words 
that you spoke. Or you find you go to a place and you're mistreated and you say, I will never come back here again. Mm-hmm. So the words that are coming out of your mouth, are, uh, you become captives of them. And evil, evil words that are proceeding out of your mouth. The Bible declares that if anybody is able to tame his tongue, then he's able to control every other part of his body. In other words, as we continue to grow in our spiritual maturity, we must learn to have discipline of our tongue. Discipline of our tongue. There is nothing that is seen to have the power to break a lot of marriages and families like the tongue. The words that you speak. The Bible declares that it is the same tongue that we used to bless then it's the same tongue that we're using to curse. In other words, if you want your words to mean something, that means you cleanse your tongue because God does not mix the curses and the blessing in the same place. So if you want words from your mouth to mean something, to be powerful, that means they have to be cleansed. If you are, uh, the Bible has given us a formula as children of God, we are supposed to speak life. The Bible says we need to speak grace to those that hear us. So that those who are hearing our words may be encouraged, may be edified. The words that we speak. And we looked at that sometime when we were looking at another book. Say wholesome speech or words that are salted, seasoned words that you've thought about them, that you have, you know, they are seasoned and they are able to edify. We said if you want to have a good life, take care of your tongue. Secondly, we said you must be able to hate evil. Hate evil and love what is good. Love what is good, but hate evil. He also said, seek for peace and pursue it, isn't it? Pursue peace. Don't be very quick at making enemies. Don't be very quick at making enemies. Pursue peace. As much as the Bible says, it depends on you. Seek peace with all men. Even those that you need to close, don't bang the door. You might need the same door one day. Okay? You might need the same door. Even if it's that like a boyfriend that you are, you, are, you are disagreeing with, you cannot continue in your relationship. The relationship can end, but it doesn't mean you need to become enemies. True? Yes. You might be the, it might just be the guy that would write you a, a recommendation for a job. <laughs> A girlfriend is the one who might be writing you a recommendation. The fact that the relationship does not work does not mean that now you should be enemies. No. You should not be enemies. You should still be friends. As much as it depends on you to seek peace, seek peace with all men. Sometimes to seek peace you give people distance. We keep saying this for a lot of people. But there are people who don't understand until it is late. 
when you get married sometimes you you are in this community because you are not only coming together the two of you but also two families are coming together and a lot of times we find a lot of over excitement because this girl loves this man so she loves all her all his sisters and brothers so they said oh so so and so so wakuja waishi na sisi i mean you have wonderful sisters wonderful people that is the beginning of trouble hmm? Because no matter how good you are, when you stay with somebody in the same house, you'll have conflict. Isn't it? You'll have conflict. So we usually tell young couple, please, make your own life. Stay alone. Let them visit for a day or two and go. You visit them, but not together. Hmm? They say, oh no, me, I love me I love my young sisters my parents left me to take care of them where do you want them to go but it's not long after that you find uh, the wife and the sisters can no longer talk and because not everybody is going to like the way you run your house you understand you know everybody has a way they run their house some people don't like noise in the morning when they wake up but you have these singing sisters when they wake up at 6 they are all over the you know and so this wife is afraid to tell them hey guys please tone down a little bit so you love there are a lot of people that you love from a distance seek peace there is nothing that affects your growth like the company you keep company you keep is very important and sometimes for you to progress you must really do away with some kind of companies and look for new ones people who are aspiring to be great because there are certain kind of people when you are around them you just feel you've achieved everything hmm? but there are people who must challenge you to be better to go back to school to study more did you know that there is some environment when you tell them I have a bachelor's degree in appropriate technology they say wow how what is wa mesoma hmm how what mesoma sana then you go to another environment and people are introducing themselves and you are saying me mr simama me mr simama bachelor's mr simama what wa mesoma eh if you get a lawyer, he said, my, my house girl has, is semi-literate. She only has one degree in home economics. Hmm? That is a semi-literate. <laughs> that is your greatest achievement. So, seek peace, but not at the expense of your progression. Seek peace with men, but not at the expense of your growth. Value your growth more than anything else. Value the booth. Now, point number one for today. We progress at number 12. There are three benefits of righteousness that Peter is speaking to us in that verse. Three benefits of righteousness number one is that 
the Lord's eyes are upon the righteous. The Lord's eyes are upon the righteous. That means God is so keen on the progress and growth of the righteous. Remember the currency of the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. The Bible says the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking. It is righteousness, peace, and joy. That is the currency of the kingdom. God's eyes are upon the righteous. Righteousness is what identifies people to God. You remember Jesus saying, he shall tell other people, I do not know you. Get away from me. If you're not walking in right standing with God, his eyes cannot be upon you. That's why a child of God must love, must dedicate and consecrate himself to righteousness by whatever means. Righteousness. To live right before God. Joseph said, how can I do this thing unto my God? How can I do this thing? No wonder God loved Joseph and chose him to be representative of his name. There is nothing that identifies you to God like righteousness. You cannot be known of God if you're playing games. No. No must have that reverence, that reverence inside of you to want to live right. Even if it's a job that is paying a lot of money, if God is not involved with it, leave it alone. Okay? God's time shall come. So anything that does not allow you to go with God, don't take it. Live right. Today's world is not, it is not easy to live right. No. But you must pay the commitment. Sometimes suffering will come, persecution will come. But you must choose, determine in your heart, like Daniel, Daniel 1.8, that they determined in their heart, they shall not defile themselves by the food that comes from the king's table. Last week I was thinking about that verse and just wondering, those are Hebrew men in captivity, castrated, could not now give birth because they are eunuchs of the king. And they are slaves that are brought from another land. And then they have arrived in this land where they are receiving a lot of favor. See, that is what we call favor. When a king calls you and says, now eat with me in my table. Mubiri walewa angefanya nini? See, at State House. Praise God. Favor. Mungu ni nani? Mungu ni nani? Look at how there is a paradigm shift. Look at how the thinking is so different from what the scripture tells, tells us with the kind of life that we are witnessing today. Even what we are seeing as success today, like believers, it's not success to God. Because some of the things that we are testifying about are success. In God's book, they are not right. Hmm? Isn't it? Angus, there was nothing wrong about it. Just eating the food at the, temp uh, at the table. 
Say no, but my upbringing tells me different. God wants me to remain pure. I'll forego this. Look at Moses. Moses is raised up and called the Pharaoh's daughter, son. And the Bible says he runs away, leaves all these trappings of power, yeah? leaves everything and goes to suffer with God's people. Hebrews 11, 22. Goes to suffer with God's people. Eh? Na alipokuwa hapo anasafa kitama pengine mtu anauliza like wewe shida yako ni nini exactly? Ulikuwa na opportunity. So ulikuwa na opportunity. Why are you so stupid? Because this is how to nobody opportunities when you see opportunity grab it. But certain open doors are not God's doors. They are traps. You must be able to discern and to say I want to live right at the right time you'll be vindicated nikweli you'll wait for a while but you'll be vindicated so benefit number 1 is that his eyes are upon the righteous do you ever want god's eyes to be on you live a righteous life live right sana sana tunaingia kwa hii worship experience tunalia oh god your presence oh god be with me oh god no cannot be exchanged by prayer or, or tears. <coughs> it is living right. Obedience to him. You are my friends if you do what I'm telling you. Number two, benefit of the rushes. He say his ears are attentive to their prayers. His ears are attentive to their prayers. The Bible says, and you shall call unto me and I shall answer. Shall call unto me and I shall answer. His ears are attentive. Just seeking who is that uttering a word? Who is that praying? His ears are attentive to their prayers. So open heavens, the key to open heavens is the righteousness of the believers. Righteousness. Right standing with God. Right standing with God. He died for our offenses. He was lifted up for our righteousness. Romans 4.25 He died for our offenses. He was lifted for our righteousness. 2 Corinthians 5.21 He made him sin. Who knew no sin? So that we become the righteousness of God. We become the righteousness of God. So it's something that God has already done inside of us. It's not something that we are seeking. No, that we live in the newness of life. The new reality of life. The new reality. Number three benefit of the righteous is they are not resisted by God. 
The Bible says, but the face of the Lord is against those who do evil or the unrighteous. The face of the Lord is against the unrighteous. There is nothing as terrible as the Lord resisting you. There is nothing as terrible as the Lord resisting you. That way, unakuwa resisted na mungu. Hey, simaisha inaweza kuwa difficult. Hmm? That God is actively resisting you. So we see here that God resists the unrighteous. James also tells us that God resists the proud. He gives grace to the humble, but resists the proud. Persists. Now imagine that this is not somebody that it is not that God is deaf to your to your prayers or does not listen to you. Amamekuigno. But he is actively resisting you. Do you know? Hmm? That kila kitu inakuja mkononi mwako hivi unashika anatoa. Kila kitu anafanya nini? Is actively resisting you. That's a fearful thing to have. A fearful place to be. Wow. The benefits of righteousness. But the Lord's eyes are upon us. The Lord's eyes, when he looks upon the face of the earth, he just think that is He said, for he seeketh a man that he shall show his favor. Actively seeking. Who can I? For I have found David a man after my own heart. Genesis 18, 18. Shall I hide what I'm about to do from my servant Abraham? Seeing that he shall order his house according to my commandment. And that he shall be a great nation. Shall I hide what I'm about to do? From my servant Abraham. There are people that God was always looking at. What can I do? What I can, can I do for her? What I can, I, can I do for him? The benefits of righteousness. Their ears. His ears are attentive to our prayer. We are not praying as if we are hitting a ceiling. Or wondering whether our prayers are, are getting to him or not. No. We have a highway of our prayers. We have a pathway. The heavens are open for us. Because his ears are attentive. Once you know that and you're walking righteously, you'll, know, you'll always be at a place of prayer. Because you know you have a ticket. Yeah? Prayer is not a struggle for you. It's a place where you dwell. You have a build and cultivated a powerful practice, lifestyle of prayer. Because you have. The reason why some people do not pray is because of the struggles they have in their prayer lives. So they are wondering, am I making headway or not? Am I, is it adding value or what? Now, let's look at the protection of the saints. The source of our protection. The Bible says your key to your protection is following what is right. 
following what is right. Following what is right. Are you following what is right? Then you should not be afraid of anyone. The Bible says. Following what is right. Following what is right. Following what is right. Are you following what is right? Then you cannot be afraid. In other words, if you're following what is not right, then you really need to be afraid. A man, Proverbs says, a man that follows crooked paths shall be found out. Hmm? A man who follows crooked paths shall be found out. But a man who is following good, that is the path of the righteous. The Bible says that it gets brighter and brighter by the day. They walk from faith to faith, from glory to glory. That's the path of the righteous. And you are not afraid. The wicked run away, Proverbs tells us. They run away even from a leaf. But the righteous are as bold as a lion. Anytime that you are walking in fearfulness, you have to watch your path of righteousness. And religion is full of fear. Sometimes we get a lot of following because we build fear in people. Someone, something is against you. So you must have to come to the man of God to exercise it. Hmm? There are some services, if you go from some seers, you will hate everybody in your neighborhood. Remember those prayers in our villages. Sema, mzee anaishi on your left. Of course, every Boma has people who stay in their left. Unless you are close to a river. Hmm? Number one. Number two. Kuna siku ushawa ipoteza nguo. Nani hapa ajawa ipoteza nguo? Ama pengina ujapoteza but ujui kwa hapi Unasiku unataka kuvai unashindo, where did I put it? Hmm? Or playing on our vulnerability. Hmm? You know, I, I was talking to another person, Gambia, he, he, see, he see gospel, my brother. You are, you are, uh, what shall I say, you are taking advantage of people's vulnerability. You are taking advantage of people's vulnerability. Do you, I had, I had a, well, I still do because he's still alive. I had an uncle, well, I have an uncle who is, uh, I speak about him as if he's a, he's a past tense because of what he does. He, he, he does these prayers. So at home he travels across and these people have a lot of business. The people at home may not have the money cash, but they have a lot of things to give. After he travels and he goes across, even in Nyanza, wherever, when he comes back, he comes with herds of cattle. Because that's what they have given. Now, let me tell you something that, uh, that he has 
he has done, we have seen him do, that he's plying and taking advantage of the vulnerability of people. He finds a woman that has stayed for years without a child. He tells, him, uh, tells her now, who you? And it's interesting, even the husband agrees. Who lazima niende ni muombe wapi? Kwangu, headquarter. Would you believe it? So at one time you are, you are coming across his, his home and you find like there are three, four women. Are you understanding? That is evil. But you see, you might look around and see how stupid are these people. No, let me tell you. There are certain places that humans reach that are so desperate they can do anything. Isn't it? The responsibility is on us not to play on their vulnerability. Because hmm? we have a lot of people a, a, a single mother just comes in church. She has done everything concerning their, their child, but it doesn't see anything. And this woman has invested so much. She doesn't even know anything else to do, isn't it? Do you know whatever you tell this lady, she will do? Kumambia, hmm? go and empty all your bank accounts. You and you I was talking to somebody from the U.S. today, around four, and they, they, have, they have around three children, but she wants a boy. She wants a boy. She was saying, Pastor, pray with me. I know I've not been paying my tithes and offering for a year. That's why God is not opening my womb. I, I said, my sister, do you know how many people don't pay tithes and offerings? If God was to use that, we would have like three quarters of the world buried today. You know, those are, those are your own imaginations. Because God cannot punish somebody at, because he didn't give money. Huh? No. God is... You see, people don't know God's love. People don't, don't know God's love. We think it's because of what we are doing. There is nothing you can do to earn God's love. God loves you unconditionally. Beyond what you can imagine. You understand? Not because of what you've done or not done. No. If God dealt with us according to our action, we will be done. But she's in a, she's in a denomination that is teaching her that. I was telling her, what they are teaching you, that is, you know what they are teaching you, is what is bringing bondage in your life more than even the problem that you have. More than the problem that you have. So we look at the vulnerability of these people, and then, and you know, today if you highlighted people's problem, and played on their vulnerability. Do you know you have masses to preach to? Because you'll be surprised at how many people flock, flock the, this place. Hmm? Place of worship. A desperate guy like that. I was seeing uh, one of the neighbors of Pastor Lea is 
somebody who does a lot of deliverance. So a mama comes all the way from Kisi, some travel from Mwanza, and they are there. You, you arrive like this, you pass through uh, a table, the, the ushering table is actually a merchandising table. You give 1,000 for the anointing oil, you give another 1,000 for handkerchief, you do what? By the time you get into the service, you've spent 5,000. So I was looking at, imagine this woman has traveled all those, all those days on the road and she has arrived and she has this pain, this suffering, she doesn't know what to do, she's lost and you are supposed to give hope. But who is this God that is so expensive to meet? Then the blood of Jesus, the work on the cross, must have been useless. Hmm? What you seeing? The ladies that are seated there are tough. Wow, uko hapi, unatoka hapi haya. Malizana na hapa, ndi uingie. So imagining if that hole is like 3,000 people. If all these people are giving like 5,000, how much is that? Hmm? <coughs> how much is that? I know you did catering and whatsoever. Can you compete the mathematics? Is how much? 15 million. I, I mean I have 15 million before I even start the service. Isn't that good ministry? My brother. 15 million. But if you follow what is good, you have nothing to worry. Consistently for years, you do what God has called you to do. Okay? Do what you are called now, our assignment, our assignment, that is point number three, right? We have an assignment. Number one, our assignment number one is to sanctify God in our hearts. The Bible says, therefore, sanctify God in your hearts. Sanctify God in your hearts. Consecrated life. Holy life. Holy living. It is, in our day and time, it is very unpopular. But holiness. Holiness is key. The Bible says, be ye holy, because your Father in heaven is what? He's holy. Walking in holiness. Sanctify God in your heart. It is possible today to continue with activities and programs and all those things that we do in church, but without walking in holiness, without reverence for God. Anybody in the scripture that saw the Lord did not remain standing. They went prostrate on the ground. 
It says, and I, John the Revelator, when I saw, I was like one dead. And the angel touched me and said, no, stand up. I'm just like one of you. Because it was not even the Lord. It was just one of the angels. Inamfanya karibu anakufa. Lakini wewe unamuona buwana. Unamuona buwana. Unamuona buwana. Hizo vitu unawana pengine ni your ancestors. Because mtu anawana mungu. Hata jali ati hapa kuna vumbi ama kuna matope. Atajua badai. Because when your eyes behold him. The revelator said that could not even look at him. His feet like bronze. His eyes like the sun. His voice like mighty waters. Hey! My eyes could not even be lifted to look at him. Those are, that is how Isaiah, when Isaiah saw the Lord, he bowed and prostrate on the ground. Say, oh man, don't finish me. A man of unclean lips. Mungu wa mameru huko pengine. Na wamelimani. Sanctify the Lord in your heart. And then number two assignment, you be ready to defend your testimony. Be ready to give an answer to whoever asks you about your hope. Not your church. Eh? Your hope. The hope that you have in God. Christ in me. The hope of glory. Because hope now is a person. Be ready to give an answer to anyone who asks about your hope. Same if it was Elewa. No, Mwelezea Elewa. Be ready to give an answer. Be ready to give an answer yote ambaye anauliza. Be ready. That is an, an assignment that we have. Sanctify the Lord. And let me tell you my brothers and sisters, your greatest assignment of this life is to be consecrated before God to be used of Him. To be used of Him. Doesn't the Bible say in, in the great house there are many vessels? There are different kinds of vessels. Some of gold, silver, wood, clay. If a man sanctified himself from the latter, he shall be a good vessel. Isn't it? Consecrated for good use. The master's use. Consecration. Living a holy life. What you watch, what you like, the company you keep, the things that you do. Your neighbors are able to say, this, this guy is born again. He has a testimony. This girl in this house is, is, is born again. You understand? You have a testimony. See, at our church, we should have a 
Lakini there are certain places where you cannot pass. Alas kumoja ukiona umepost Bible verse ama nini ama the Lord is good wanashindwa like are you okay? Hmm? Are you okay? Or you are in depression? Because they are not used to you living like that. That's not your life. Hmm? Okay, our attitude toward persecution. Our attitude towards persecution. It says now if you are suffering Remember is if you are suffering for righteousness sake. Sio kwa sababu ate unaumizwa kwa sababu ulitusi mtu ama ulichukua vitu za mtu hapana for righteousness sake. Our attitude should be number one. Be happy. Sinamwambia about pure joy. James chapter 1 verse 2. Consider it pure joy, brethren, if you fall to on what fiery trials. For the testing of your faith will bring what patience. And when patience has had its course, then you'll be complete, lacking nothing. So happiness, if you're suffering because of what is right, for doing the right thing, the Bible says, be happy. Usiwe saa like oh hmm? Siku pata hiyo marks kwa sababu mimi siku cheat. Ah, be happy about it that you are living for Christ. That you are standing that you are lifting the banner of Christ. Hi. Be happy. Number two, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Sometimes doing the right thing is lonely. Sometimes you'll only be alone. You'll be a lonely voice. But don't be afraid. Number three, it says don't be troubled. Sasa vile nimelusi yo job. Sawa siku peana kitu ama kwa sababu siku danganya kwa CV. Sasa what will happen? No, don't be troubled. The Lord is making a way. Don't be troubled. Don't be troubled. Don't be troubled. Then number five, look at the will of God. Is it number five? Yes, number five. The will of God. He says, it is better if you are suffering for doing good, if it is the will of God. So the will of God is that you suffer for doing good. Hey, what is the will of God for my life? That is one. Na Biblia inatuambia about the will of God, Maramingsa. One of them is give thanks. Give thanks unto the Lord, for this is the will of God concerning you. Another will is that you suffer for righteousness' sake. If it is the will of God, the Bible says. If it is the will of God. Wow. It is better. 
the Bible says, it is better. Better in comparison. Comparative na superlative. Comparative means you are comparing to. It is better to, to suffer for goodness sake than to enjoy for evil. It is better. There is an example of Jesus that he suffered. The just for the unjust. He was just, but he suffered for the unjust. God placed all his, our sins on him. He became sin for us. He didn't just take our sin. He became sin itself for us that we, become, we can become the righteousness of God. Now let's finish with verse 21. Look at verse 21. I want to finish with that. Now look at verse 21. What does verse 21 say? It says, who conscience? Now read. Hey. competing Inasema? Hmm. Yes. Mm. Yes. We are saved. Remember you ni baptism. Baptism ni kwamba. I, I don't know if you're able to understand that verse. Have you understood that verse? What is saying? Ebuso matena. Kwanza unajua what an antitype is. Eh. Wapendwa. Hmm? Wengine ni megraduate juzi. Hmm? Wapendwa. Munajua what an antitype is? Yes? <laughs> so, uh, wata niulize. Mukisoma yu verse uwa mnapita tu. Mukielekea uko mbele maali ya bapo inaeleweka. Something that corresponds. There is a type. There is an anti-type. There is a type. Look, there is a type. There is a type, and anti there is a representation of. For example, you see Isaac in Scripture is a representation of Jesus, isn't it? Eh? A representation of Jesus. That Joseph. Being so, going to a foreign land is a representation of Jesus. So there is an anti-type that represents a type hmm? that is telling us. So an anti-type is the baptism that was taking place, isn't it? But it's representing a, a more profound ideology. Eh? Munaelewa? Something that represents a type. Because the Bible is full of symbols. Symbols. And sometimes where we have erred in scripture is because we are taking symbols even when the real thing has happened. It is a signpost towards something. Enda left. 
nini iko pale mbele ukishafika for example hapa ukiwa na signpost pale useme triumph church iko pale ukifika hapa unarudi tena kwa signpost si imemaliza kazi yake so read again it says now what mm 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 unaona ni antitype Bap, namely baptism is an antitype it means baptism in itself is nothing but it represents something you understand that's why when we are baptizing somebody we are not saying baptism is the thing but baptism is a mental picture of what has happened inside are you understanding holy communion is not the body of christ but it is giving you a pictorial image of what has already happened in the spirit. Hmm? So this is an antitype that saves us, namely what? Baptism. Continue. Hmm. Hmm. Conscience, our conscience. Now listen to this. This is very important. You'll go and read this verse again. It is saying in baptism when we are baptized this is an antitype that is saving us namely baptism isn't it not the removal of filth of the flesh in other words at the time you're doing baptism you are not perfect there are certain things in you you are still working on correct but what is saving us is that it's not that once once you came to the church Now as you are seated here kila kitu dunia umewacha flesh umewacha nini imewacha no God is still working in you right but what is saving you is that now you have clear conscience towards God what has saved you is your change of mindset that now you have conscience towards who towards God you are not perfect but you are headed to perfection And the Bible tells us any time a man turns that is what repentance is because uh, repentance is turning once you turn and look towards God you are saved in other words now you are you are towards the journey of perfection have you asked yourself why God was calling David a man after my own heart yet David had a lot of accidents you remember staying in the palace leaping around doing what but god was always after david why because no matter the challenges that david was facing his conscience was towards god and this is the antitype so you see my brothers and sisters what counts on you so much above everything else is not what you're doing or not doing What is counting so much towards your growth in life in the spirit is your focus towards God. Mungu naona mimi ni mpungufu hapa nini but me I love you. I want to grow. I want to be better. I want to I want to know you. You understand? I want to grow in you. There are certain things I'm I'm struggling with as I progress but my desire is was you 
That's what is saving us. Now read the last verse. The rulership of Christ. Amen. Praise God. That's a good place to end. That this is the antitype that saves us. Even what? Baptism. Not the removal of filthiness of the flesh, but good conscience towards Christ who resurrected from the dead. When you look unto him. The Bible says, and they looked up unto you. And they were not ashamed. Their faces were radiant. As we continue looking and beholding the Lord, we are changed. We are transformed. We become like him every day. Thank you, Father. We bless you tonight for your word. And we thank you for this fellowship. And we thank you for the word that you've spotted and deposited in our spirit. I pray that that word shall bear fruit and the fruit that shall last. We thank you of those of our company that were not able to make it today. We pray that as you bless us, you bless them too. That your grace shall be upon them. The glory of the Lord shall rest upon them. And that God, they shall be enjoined in our company for your glory. Our bless, our our. our our giving is blessed of you, and our departure is blessed of you, and our fellowship is in your hands. Receive praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Let me give you an opportunity to give your offering. Praise God.